0: Already, Shalom and welcome to Baruch Bashem Yeshua. It's great to be with all of you here today. We ended up uh, doing an episode yesterday, or a couple of days ago, rather that was a little raw. And um, guys, this this podcast is going to change a lot because we are in the times where things have to change within that of the goof HaMashiach, within that of the body of Messiah. And it needs to happen right now. It needs to happen right now. We had a little bit of audio issues. You guys probably heard a little bit of buzzing and all that. Um, I realized afterwards that my cord going to my interface uh, was laying on top of other cords and a power supply. <laughs> and we tried to uh, get that that buzzing out as best we could, but we realized that it was still still there and uh, annoying for some. So for that, I apologize, and I also commend those who were able to make their way through that episode despite those audio issues. Okay, so we are going to be discussing something else here today that is going to be the basis of where it is that we're going, how it is that we're moving forward with this show, and how it is that the body of Messiah needs to be moving forward and corrected in these times and days that we're living in right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start from the book of Yeshayahu, the book of Isaiah, chapter 30, verse 10. Within that of the Masoretic text, it says, Asher Amru, La Royim, Lo Tiru, Vilachozim, Lo Texu, Lanu, Naho Khat, Dabru, Lanu, Lachachot, Kazu, Mahatarlot. And in the English it says, Who say to the seers, See not? And to the prophets, prophesy not to us right things, speak to us smooth things, prophecy deceits, okay? This is something that is a problem within the Guf HaMashiach right now. This is a huge issue within the body of Messiah that has led people down a bad path and has caused many people. To deny the Messiah because of the fact that they end up seeing leaders, they see spiritual figures within today's time that are getting lots of hits on places like YouTube, Rumble, TikTok, all of these places. And they are propping them up and saying, well, you know what? There has to be something here because the numbers tell me that there's something here. And a lot of the times, you know, there are accurate profits out there, but there is a whole lot more of inaccurate ones that tend to go and look at what's happening in the news and say, you know what, I could probably figure out what exactly is going on here. And usually kind of give something that is somewhat accurate, but not totally. And there's a reason why I'm bringing this up in relation to our main subject. Because of the fact that our main subject is not something as glamorous as this. It is not seen as Jewish or Christian sexy as these whole things that it is that are the clickbait things that get tons of hits on all the social media websites, all the video platforms, all the podcasts, all of that. And it's the basis for our faith that gets totally and utterly overlooked. We need to stop pretending within the church and the synagogues that our people do indeed have a relationship with the Messiah because we have done a horrible job at showing them how to have a relationship with the Messiah, how to have a relationship with Hashem. We've done a horrible job at this. And the thing is that in my faith, in the Jewish faith, we are very much at fault for this. We are very much at fault for this. And I'm not saying that this is just the conservative or the reform or, you know, any of the others. No, we have a major issue throughout all of this within that of Judaism. In fact, what we're going to be talking about is a premise that Rabbi Nachman of Breslev had brought up and our Messiah Yeshua had brought up. And it is utterly forgotten, overlooked, all of that stuff. Why? Because of the fact that it's not sexy. It doesn't get the YouTube views. It doesn't get the podcast subscriptions. When we talk about the most important thing within that of your spiritual life. Within Judaism, I wake up in the morning. I go and I put on my gadol. I put on my tefillin. I do this every morning and every afternoon. Something known as Shachas and Minka prayer. We do this every single day. Every single day. Then we have special prayers for Shabbos. We have special prayers for Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. And let me tell you something. It's not as important as we paint it to be. <laughs> now let me tell you something guys I still do it. But I realize the most important the most important in terms of our prayer life. Now oh, he's talking about prayer. I'm going to go click off of this. I want to find something sexy to listen. No. You got to sit you got to sit back and listen to this here. Is the premise of Hip Hop Adult. Prayer in seclusion, that is without reading from that of a siddur, out of a maksor, reading the words that are – you know, it's so interesting because the Baal Shem Tov goes and talks about how it is that whenever it is that we recite from even those very things. To hold on to every single letter, every single word, and to reflect on every single letter, every single word as it is that we're reading it. But whenever it is that we go into reading these things, you know, we just try and get through it fast. It's like, I've got my obligation. But the things that are most important are not the things that are written down. Those things are not, those prayers within the Moxor and the Sador are not the things that is going to help you to have a relationship with God. It's going to help you in terms of this. It's not saying that it is without merit and that we shouldn't do it. This helps you in terms of the structure of making sure that you are able to listen to Hashem when it is that you go into adult and when it is that Hashem goes and gives you correction throughout, throughout your life. It, that It helps you in terms of those things. The same is true with the Torah of Hashem. Many people go and see the Torah as being the end game. Oh, I made it to the Torah. No. The New Testament tells us that Mashiach is the goal of the Torah, not that the Torah is the goal of the Mashiach. Okay? Now, this is right here. It's not even, you know, th- what I'm saying over here is not a thing giving permission to say, okay, I can go and deny the Torah. No, that's not what it is. These things have to work together. There's the letter of the law, and there's the spirit of the law. These two things must work together. The Holy Spirit is often overlooked within that of the Hebrew roots, the Messianic faith, Ani Judaism, and all the other faiths associated. The Holy Spirit is also very neglected within that of Chabad, Breslev, the Orthodox, the Reform, the Conservative, and all throughout. Now, though it is that I disagree with my charismatic brethren, in terms of many things halakhically, in terms of many things in terms of Hashkafa, the thing is, at the same time, they have tapped into something that the rest of us have neglected in places like the Methodists, the Baptists, and many of the non-denominational sects that have gone and kind of gone the way of Simon the heretic and kind of gone and perverted certain things. The relationship with Hashem is something that is talked about in early Judaism. It's something that is talked about by the Hasidic masters, but at the same time, it's all neglected here in the 21st century, in 2023. It is neglected. And why is that? Because of the fact that if I went on to Apple Podcasts right now and decided to go and look up somebody talking about Hippodote, the importance of Hippodote. I'm going to find everything I need in terms of Parshat machets. I'm going to find everything that it is that I need, why it is that we need to follow Taurashe Biape. I'm going to find everything I need in terms of that. In fact, if I go over to the Messianic side of things, I'm going to go and find Tons of things of why it is that Yeshua is the Messiah. Our focus, we have the Messiah, my Christian brethren and myself, and, and our Jewish brethren who are listening to this podcast, we have the Messiah. What is the next step? Hippodot. Prayer and seclusion. Rabbi Nachman talked about how important this is, and, the, and our Messiah, Yeshua, did as well. Because this is without reading words from a book. This is no scrolls needed for this. There is, you don't need your talikadol. You don't need uh, your uh, uh, in for this. You could be driving down the road and engaging in hip adult. You could be at your job engaging in hip adult. You could be laying in bed and engaging in hip adult. And hip adult are the prayers to Hashem. Seeking a connection with God. Pouring out your heart to Hashem. Not treating Hashem as though it is that he is some sort of mystical genie. That you rub the lamp by doing Hippodot, and he's just going to give you things. This is why within Imbrikei it goes and tells us that, you know, one of the things that we always end up seeing especially on social media. Pray that I get X amount of money to be able to do this. Pray that it is that I get this. Pray that it is that this is given to me. That is not. That is not. And there's these games that are played. If Hashem does this for me, this is what I'm doing for him. We're treating God like a genie. And why do we treat God like a genie? Because of the fact we don't know him. We don't have a relationship with Hashem when we treat him like a genie. Okay? This is the most important thing out of anything that you will learn on this podcast, is to take time out of the day and don't even schedule it. When the spirit of Hashem says, you need correction. When, when he says you need to talk, also set aside a block of time out every day as well for when this is scheduled. But always, always make sure that you are there when Hashem says it's time to talk and wants to give correction. And what you do within this is there is no script for this. No script whatsoever. It is having that relationship with Hashem, just like a person goes and cultivates their relationship with their spouse. It's the same thing of having conversations, finding out what is on her mind, what it is that we as men can do better to be able to elevate her into the ways of Hashem without being pushy, while at the same time also figuring out how to fulfill her needs as well. The whole thing with prayer is getting to know your Creator. It's that personal relationship with the Creator. There is both a communal relationship and there is a personal relationship with Hashem. There is both. They are not mutually exclusive. You have to have one and not the other. You have to have both. That's why it is that we have the commandment in the Torah that says, you shall have a holy convocation within that of Leviticus chapter 23. Okay? And the thing is, many people go and push prayer off to the side and say, there are other things that fulfill the same thing, such as, going and studying the scripture, going and studying Tadashi Ebiapai, going and studying Hazel, going and buying this book, reading this book, learning from this book, and so on, and saying, this is what I need to correct based upon what it is that this author said about this here in terms of my own life. Those things are good. Don't get me wrong. I am big into going and reading the words of the biblical scholars and the sages and so on and so forth. That is something that I try and set aside time to do each and every single day. But that is not a relationship with Hashem. It's like, that's basically like, you know, going and stalking somebody's Facebook profile. That's what that is, but never saying anything to them. That's what that is. When it comes down to a relationship with Hashem, you have to have that one-on-one conversation. There is a back and forth in terms of this. And the thing is that I've learned this more and more each and every single year to where God has given me more and more correction each and every single year. Whenever it is that I said, you know what, I'm a pretty smart guy. I think I have all this figured out. I'm on the right path. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. If you think that, then you're in trouble. Your relationship with God has nothing to do with your intellectual aptitude. It is not about how many passages of scripture that it is that you have memorized. It is not about which of the sages that you can quote and all that stuff. This is like, you know, the people that go and watch medical dramas. And say, you know what? I think I can go and diagnose somebody now. No, you got to go to medical school. You got to go and have be among the professor. You have to go and do the work to be able to receive, you know, a grade on your homework and your assignments and, you know, eventually receive a degree. And that's from that time that you spend communally. And one-on-one as well with patients and so on and so forth. Those things are not mutually exclusive from others. That's why it is that doctors are also going and reading the newest medical journals. They're still doing homework, even if they've been in the field for 20 freaking years. The same is true here. Because when we have that relationship with God through that of hip-balled adult and realizing the importance of hip-balled adult, when we realize this, there is a connection with God that is made. There is a back and forth. It's like, you know, God has our cell phone number now, <laughs> you know? There's that communication that's going back and forth. There is a relationship that is forming with God. And sometimes at 3 o'clock in the morning, God says, hey, something's on my mind. We go and we wake up. We go and have those discussions with, with Hashem. And the thing is, I am not going to put on any sort of facade like so many people are used to, saying that as soon as you do that, things are going to get a lot better. No. No. You're going to realize really quickly where it is that you fall short. You are going to find out if it is that you really live for Hashem or if you're just talking the talk. You're going to find out really quickly through that. And that relationship with God brings about this covenant relationship. This covenant relationship that is a marriage contract much in the same way as the Torah, but it's an individual one as opposed to just throughout the entire Jewish community. It's also that personal one through our Messiah Yeshua between us and Hashem. And through this process, what is revealed to us in due time are those gifts, Of the Holy Spirit, the ones that have been bestowed upon us, and don't think because of the fact that you admire this person or that person that your gifts are the same as this person. Paul goes into great detail about this in his letters. And this is something that really gets down to that premise of the Nishmat Chaim. Not every single one of us needs the same correction. We are all on the same narrow path. But some people struggle in some areas. Some people struggle in other areas. Okay? And so, the thing is that with that, the Holy Spirit fills in the gaps of finding where our place is, what our role in the body of Messiah is. And sometimes, guys... We are so used to in this society today of everything being instant. And this is something that works against us in the body of Messiah, especially in terms of hip-hop adult. You would not believe when I used to be the rabbi of, of the local congregation here, where it is that people would say, you know what? I've been praying about this situation for about a week, and then God is not telling me anything. Just a week? That's it? That's where we're at in terms of this society today. Sometimes our ears are not open. Our eyes can see, but our ears hear not the voice of Hashem. And it's interesting, I found in my life, that through doing Hippodot for a couple of hours every day, as well as doing chakras and Minka, in doing that, there'll be times where it is that I'll have that conversation with God of what's going on in my life, where it is that I need help, where I, need, where I am struggling to better serve God. That's the premise of this whole thing. That's the entire premise of Hip adult, to say Hashem revealed to me the things in, in me that need to be changed. And the thing is, at 43 years old, I'm still changing things within me. I'm still doing that. I am still – at this point, it doesn't matter that I used to be a rabbi. It doesn't matter the amount of education that I have. I still need that correction, and I'm finding that I need more and more correction each and every single day from God. And the thing is that though it is that things on the outside world can really suck for us at times, they can be entirely stressful at the same time. Those are not the things that matter. The things that matter are our relationship with Hashem and sometimes saying, I want to do things this way, and he says, no, you're going to do things this other way. I talked yesterday about how it is. I was working on a synthwave album, and God said, nope, even though you've done all this work on that, go and scrap that for now. Put that on the back burner. It's like, what? I've already done all this work on it, God. I've already done this and he's like no you're ju- you're just going to use that for something else. You're going to use that for something else. And it's so there are so many things in our life that we don't even think about that God says, "You know what? Let's go and adjust this. Let's go and adjust that." And the thing is that they may be seem so rem- so minimal to us, so remedial at the same time. They do through the process bring about Amazing change within that of our life. It does. Big time. It has changed the way that I do this show. It has changed the way that I handle certain situations. And God, man, I'm telling you, God really goes and tests me at times. You know, sometimes I deal with a little bit of depression. You know, and at times you think, okay, God's going to help make things better during those times. It's just like, oh, no. Oh, no. He's going to take me to the limit. And it's much like going and um, when you get a new pair of pants, you know, you got to kind of go and stretch them out a little bit. And so, so you know how they, weigh, how they were really fit. And all that, the same with shoes, you know, you go and get a new pair of shoes, and they don't feel great at the beginning, but you have to go and break them in. God is breaking us in with the correction that he gives us, and we only get that correction through Hippodot. When we have people um, in our midst that say, I am the all to be all, we know that they are not doing Hippodot because they're not receiving any sort of correction from God. They're not truly living for him. They are living for their own intellectual aptitude and for people to say, you're pretty smart. There's an outside perception a lot of the time that if a person knows a lot, that means that they're living for God. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Perkei for instance, in the Mishnah, goes into great detail about this about the ones who are not all that smart, but yet they know how to apply. That they are greater than those who are smart and do not apply. There is an old uh, rabbinic tale about the holy celibate Shiloh who would go and put himself into, he lived in the synagogue just so he could read the books and all this other stuff. And then when he died. God said, you're not getting into the alam And they're like, why? I live my life totally for you. And he's like, yeah, but you never went out there to apply it. You never went out there and applied these things. You were never tested. You were never, you know, you never had to compromise or any of these things. So you don't have a place in the alam Because of the fact that you may have learned it, but you never applied it. The holy celibate law, however, at the same time, during his time on earth, may have worked out well to help to teach people how to apply, but without the ruling authority of the Holy Spirit in their life. They may not ever apply it because they don't have that relationship with the Holy Spirit and with Hashem. You have to have that. It's not about the things that are scholarly, about the things that are structured a lot of the time that makes the most difference in your life spiritually. It's about the things that are one-on-one, that are not written in any book. It is about that personal relationship with Hashem. Guys, I want to thank all of you for joining me here today on Baruch V'shem Yeshua. Make sure to go and subscribe on your favorite podcast server. If you have not, go ahead and do that. And um, we are in this journey together. We are in this to build our relationship with God and for me to kind of share the things that it is that I have learned through this time, through my own mistakes, my own stumblings, so that the body of Messiah... And our listeners here can go and move forward in their relationship with God. All right? Shalom brocha. Peace and a blessing. Shalom.